Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Happy hump day. How Happy you doing? Happy hump day to you. How's it going? How's it going? All right. All right. Uh, lots of stuff to get you caught up on this morning. Handful of things in the world of pop culture. George Clooney talking about his wife's cooking. Saying she could effectively kill the whole family. I think that's a compliment. <laughs> She's capable of many things, but that, Aww. I guess, is not one of them. He can't be good at everything. That's exactly right, Jen. Not. Right. I mean, she speaks eight languages or something crazy yeah, like that. So Does she have to know how to cook? When you're learning eight languages, do you really have the no. time to learn how to bake? I don't no. have time for that. No. Speaking of baking, I made homemade. I know you're already rolling your eyes, Jen. I am not rolling my you, eyes. I'm looking at it. Do... It's very little. Why is it so little? Because I knew you guys are barely going to put any in your mouth. I'm not going to waste <laughs> good cake on you two. That's what she said. Hey, listen, um, I did see that you've been soaking it for 24 hours I in did. spiced rum. So I maybe did. that's what you should tell. Lead with that. Rum. rum. Lead with the rum. All right. <laughs> Can't really taste it. <laughs> Cooked down. The homemade fruit cake coming up. Nice. Uh, we I caught a glimpse of Oprah on Drew Barrymore yesterday, and there was this weird moment. Of course, it was on mute, so I couldn't hear what was going on. And they had gone to commercial by the time I was able to turn it up, so I missed the whole thing. But it, Drew Barrymore was caressing Oprah, and it was weird. <laughs> Drew does some weird stuff. Like, I've seen her get on the floor on her knees in front of a guest before. Yeah, I've yeah. seen that, too. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. And hold, and, and hold their hand and, you know. Like affirm them, and it's. I don't know weird. if I've ever even seen one episode. I can't even tell you what time it's on. Yeah, I'm still here when it's on. Yeah. Sometimes and I think she's very sweet, and I think she's got a good heart. It just oh, was, for it, sure. You know, it just is kind of it just awkward. comes out in a weird way. It does. Yeah, she's gonna be that weird aunt. Yeah. <laughs> also, people are mad at Kanye again. So yeah. a handful of stuff to get you caught up on. We have all those stories and so much more gossip to share with you coming up. First E! News of the day, straight ahead next. But first, this is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com surgery has an art both those stories here in a minute but first let's begin this hour zenas with george clooney george makes sure that he handles the cooking for his family not his lawyer wife amal he says she's one of the great advocates of the world she takes on isis and all these things but i better be doing the cooking or we will all die. <laughs> That's great. He's going to be cooking a little Christmas turkey for the holidays this year. He also made one for Thanksgiving. So who knew? George, that George, he can do anything. He can cook, man. That's, That's great. great. He's a charmer and he can make a turkey. Yeah, I could see him in the kitchen. He's probably really good. Yep. That's pretty cool. That what is. a fun story. Dad, can we have some food? <laughs> that never happens at my house. I know. I mean, I think about <laughs> actors who portray different occupations you know like george was a surgeon yeah oh yeah in er doctor yeah that's and right. you know there's a lot more to it than just remembering lines like there's 
the choreography. There's the movement. There's Acting the is procedural hard. stuff. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, he did that for years. And they have script consultants that show him exactly what he's supposed to do and how he's supposed to lean and how he's supposed to use this equipment and sure. all this other stuff. And then the technical names for it. Well, by the same token, who's the actor that's on The Bear? What's his name? It's it's uh, called the show The Bear names. on oh, Hulu. I love him. He Jeremy is something so... Jeremy something something. Yes, he he's was... a three-namer. White. He, yeah, he was on <laughs> Shameless, and I thought yeah. he was oh, yeah. just he played sexy lit. Jeremy Allen White. Him. There you go. I Jeremy Allen White. We, I, we don't have Hulu, but we saw a couple of episodes of The Bear on oh, trial. And... Uh, Kristen says, look at his technique, like his his cutting technique. Like that guy, he must have worked in a kitchen before. I'm like, I, maybe he has. I don't. Are we sure? Are they all close-ups? I, Does he have? Oh, that's see, but you never know. It could be. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, yeah, that could not be his hand. Like right. she's worked in professional kitchens before, and it's, it's not just a matter of like cutting up carrots. There's right. techniques. There's certain lingo and everything. And again, obviously scripted, but when they're able to really embody that, occupation that's i bet there's impressive. even certain knives that you use for certain things absolutely <laughs> not in my house <laughs> i'll cut with anything oh yeah i mean i've been corrected i've been i've been using a knife on something unsuccessfully and she'll be like honey and i'm like what how can this giant thing yeah, that's really cut. sharp not cut this tomato She's right like, you need a serrated and yeah. look at how the smooth that is Oh, of the skin oh, okay. on the tomato. Yes. Yes. See, you know. It's because I watch a lot of cooking shows. I love cooking shows. I think yeah. it's because you worked the drive-thru at Wendy's, so you yeah. know all this stuff. It's not because of that. <laughs> I mean, it, that helps some with food preparation, but I like shows like Chopped mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. like, what's the other one? Kitchen Nightmares. I love that. Um, Years ago, my mom Iron took, Chef. took me to a class at, uh, what is it, Sir La Table? Oh, oh Sir La Table. Yeah. yeah, we did, like, a cooking class, and we learned how to make three different things, and I don't even remember the recipes, but I remember how to hold the knife, mm-hmm. how to do this, what salt does in this type of recipe. Yeah. All right. of these little <laughs> tricks that are, like, really basic, but make a huge difference, If, if you don't yeah. know, right. you don't know. Yeah, that's what we went actually tim and i went and shot a, a video yesterday at jeff ruby's and i was joking and using all of my cooking terms like needs salt needs acid to cut the sweetness yeah. needs blah, blah. a little more fat stuff. need a little more heat here yeah it needs a little bit of spice that's all the stuff that like real chefs say you know yeah, yeah. uh quick break here we'll get to the other stuff drew barrymore oprah kanye and Ozzy. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I mean, loves Oprah Winfrey. Uh-huh. 
And she proved it yesterday when she had Oprah on her show. I didn't catch the whole thing. I actually had my back turned toward because to, to this TV. It was on uh, TV4. Why is Oprah doing interviews? This is something new. What is, what, she, well, she was on CBS this morning yeah. yesterday, too. Yeah. Was it because it's of the, it's the color purple. Okay. The right. movie. So she's promoting something. Oh, yes. big time. Yeah. yeah. All right. She was like a big funding force behind it and all in. Okay. So she's making the rounds. And during their chat, because it was on mute, so I didn't get to hear what they were saying, but I learned later that... Drew basically cuddled up to Oprah on the couch. This is what I saw. <laughs> and, like, locked fingers with her. Oh, boy. And then with her <laughs> other hand, yeah. she started stroking Oprah's arm. Okay. So that's the moment that I walked in on. And how is Oprah reacting to this caress? She didn't seem to think it was weird, no, actually. Yeah. Are they, she seemed are very they comfortable. Friends? Are they tight? Do they, I mean. It, it, well, they're definitely friends. I don't know how they tight have they a rela- are. They have a prior relationship to her showing up on this show. I mean, they're not like, she's not Gail In the inner tight. circle, <laughs> but they. Don't you feel like everybody's time? friends with Oprah? Like if you met <laughs> yeah, her, yeah. you would be like, come in. Yeah. I think you would so. like to think yeah. that if yeah. you showed up at her doorstep, she would say that. She would give you some sort of like like casserole. Right. Or Meanwhile, something. she's hitting a button sending the Rottweilers and <laughs> exactly. the security yeah. team up the, up the driveway. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wait. I thought she only had cute puppies. What? <laughs> no, uh, it made some viewers uneasy. I mean, I thought it was a little weird too. Did it look awkward though? I mean, did it did it look? Na- it would have looked thing. more awkward if Oprah looked uncomfortable, but Oprah did not look uncomfortable, so it wasn't as bad as it could have been. Gotcha. Because I've seen Drew at other times do these kinds of things, and I think that Drew is a very sweet woman. Totally. I think she is kind-hearted. I think it's sincere. I think it's yeah. genuine. Just sometimes it doesn't look it. I know. Because so very, I mean, people, most people just don't act that way. Right. So She's very demonstrative. So, she wears yes. your feelings on her shirt sleeve. Right. So the but that affection comes out in strange ways sometimes. Yeah, and it looks awkward, and people just go, eh, and that that leads people to believe it's fake and that she's just overdoing it a bit. Well, some <laughs> some viewers were weighing in. Uh, one said, Drew is too overbearing and cringy, and it doesn't seem genuine the way she fawns all over her guests. Oh, no. I mean, I've seen her on the get on the floor on her knees in front of guests before. Yeah. Yeah. Another said it was, quote, past my boundary. <laughs> One even suggested Oprah's body language made it clear that she, quote, wanted her hand back. Oh, God, that's funny. So I don't know. I Oprah's a pro in the sense that I think she can handle anything. You know, she takes every situation yeah. in stride. She's been at it for a long time, you know. She's done a lot of work, a lot of personal growth there. So she's pretty unflappable, but yeah, I think she also read Drew in such a way that knew that it was genuine, knew that it was sincere. Right. But there's probably other people that would not be able to get away with it. Like if she was injured, if Matt, like Lauer, if I started caressing Oprah's arm, right, you maybe not. <laughs> no, so like when Matt Lauer comes out and finally does an interview after six years. Oh, right? I can't wait. And and he was sitting on the couch next to Oprah. If he leaned over and held her hand and started <laughs> caressing, I don't think Oprah would be very tolerant Probably not. of that. Nope. <laughs> now we're talking about, the reason Matt Lauer came to mind is he was at a wedding and we were talking about this off the air earlier. 
Yeah, this is amazing that Matt Lauer, who, for all intents and purposes, I mean, he's living his life. He's living a quiet life. In the Hamptons, right? Well, until recently. Because there's rumor that he's uh, possibly relocating to New Zealand. Oh. Really? Yes. Um, But he was pretty much, like, ostracized from his world. And he also reportedly cut everyone in his life off, even those, even some of those who were supportive of him. Yep. And uh, just kind of ended a lot of those friendships and relationships after the fact for, you know, whatever reason that he seemed to think was appropriate at the time. But uh, he was invited by a Today Show producer to her wedding, mm-hmm. apparently. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he accepted the invitation. And he went, and there were lots of people there. Knowing that there would be a lot of people from yes. NBC and other networks there. That's weird to me. Like, could you imagine being a the producer? That's like, I'm gonna invite Matt. You guys, like, I hope gonna, you're okay with it because I'm exactly, inviting him. Exactly. Like I'm that. Doing ha- it. A had to be a conversation. So they yeah. knew it was coming. B. I feel like that person probably did struggle with inviting him in the first place because he has out mm-hmm. so many people. Well, and that's what. Like, they got to be tight. Oh, whoever yeah. this pro- is probably an ex of his. I think or her name's Jennifer. That's, that's what I think. He's a very yeah. special yeah. man in my <laughs> life. Oh, yeah. Gary, I know that he, there were some things. <laughs> I'm gonna write him, okay, I know that was the convo. Yep. Yeah, different was, time, oh. different place. But I was telling you, <laughs> I was reading this morning that he and Savannah shared a really long hug and a kiss, and they chatted for several minutes. And evidently, he hadn't spoken to her. I mean, that's what the sources are saying that they know yeah. of. They haven't spoken in six years. Yeah. Wow. But the, the, the sources doing, baby? You good? came from People Magazine, which is usually pretty, yeah. pretty page accurate. Page six, really yeah. Close. yeah. Well, no, but the latest stuff, oh, yeah. the wedding stuff came from page six, right? Yeah. But the fact that he had cut off all these friendships and relationships oh, yeah. and stuff came from people. That was a different ma- article I was reading with Jeff that one day about how Matt wants to relocate to New Zealand. Like, once his kids, his kids are, like, older, and once they get older and older... He wants to kind of like not be in the states anymore. He wants to completely go and live in New Start Zealand. Over. Right. And evidently, his girlfriend that he has right now wants to stay stateside. So hmm. that's kind of like a little what's huh. going to happen with the two of them. Oh. Huh. I'm sure there's a way you could do both. Eh? You got to stay in one Surely. place all year long. Hmm. I think you'd get kind of bored there after a while. You'd want to change the scenery, but maybe not. I mean, but think about when you got to travel back home. I mean, that's oh, like that flight. days, right? Right. Yeah, the adjusting. Well, Dakota Johnson's number one priority in life, evidently, is sleep. Uh, Dakota Preach. Johnson says that she's not functional if she gets anything less than 10 hours of sleep, oh, which God. I find fascinating because I don't know that any of us here on the show. I couldn't tell you the no. last time I got 10 yeah, it's hours it's more of sleep. than six hours of sleep, do oh, we? Oh, God. But it, you know, on the weekends, I, I shoot for eight. Um, sometimes I get it, but it's rare. I can't and sleep for I just for want eight. I just ten. want eight. I just want eight. There's okay. no way that, like, okay, I, just I think eight. I would have to be, like, given some sort of sedative to even sleep 10 hours. Like, I just don't think I could sleep for that long. It's yeah. I used to be able to. Yeah. When I was drinking. When you were in college or something. <laughs> when I was in college and you when wake I was up, drinking. It's two? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'd have to be recovering from something. Yeah. Or, like a or flu. super dead tired for some unusual reason for me to sleep that long. Um, my ideal is probably seven. Um, I usually don't sleep longer than that when left to my own without mm-hmm. an alarm clock to have to yeah. worry about. But. Yeah, for whatever reason, she needs 10. And they do say that people need different amounts of sleep in order to function at their optimum Mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, But she says, uh, 
10 is her minimum. She can easily go 14 hours. Wow. She says, I don't don't have a regular wake-up time. If I'm not working or if I have a day off like on a Monday, then I will sleep in as long as I can. What a luxury. Oh, it gets better. (laughs) When it comes to her mental health, she likes to take a bath no matter what time of the day it is. Okay. Yeah. She also does transcendental meditation twice a day, focuses on breath work to help with anxiety. Nice. She's doing good stuff. Oh, she and she gets to do it all day, every day. Oh, my God. I know. That's like a dream. Imagine. No, that's like a dream. How centered she must be. Oh, God. Centered and grounded and peaceful and just at ease at all times. What about if you were dating her, though? Like, I mean, that's got to be the real dream. You never see her because she sleeps. Yeah, exactly. Right. (laughs) And when you do see her, she's so centered. You're like, hey, babe. And she just is. Very She's still pleasant. with Chris Martin, isn't she? Yeah, they're dating. Hey, honey, yeah. you want to go out uh, with me and the guys? Uh, no, I think I'm just going to. Okay. He's going to take a bath <laughs> in <Yeah. her> bed. <laughs> that there sounds go. good. Enjoy. Yeah. Well, All Ozzy right. Osbourne says his reality show, The Osbournes, wasn't different from their regular life because it was not scripted. It was only on for four seasons. Feels like it was on for a lot more than that. And it was a long time ago. It was 2002 to 2005 on MTV. It's not like Ozzy Osbourne could follow a script to begin with. Right, exactly. You could, that would be expecting <laughs> far too much from the man. Hey, he sings all those songs. Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> Some would argue. What he said was what they call reality TV now is not really not. It really is really not reality. What they do now is kind of scripted reality. It's not raw. Yeah. He said, with our show, what you saw was what really went on. It wasn't contrived. We didn't become the Osbournes that you see just for the show. That's the way we are. And all they did was take funny bits out of it. Ozzy also said he was ready to end the show once the producers at MTV started to ask them to do things they normally wouldn't do. He said, at that point, I lost interest in it. Yeah, that's when it gets dumb. I used to live next door to Pat Boone. And i got to tell you, people think Pat Boone's a nerd. And I must confess, I was in that category for once. What? He really is. I mean, living next door to the Osborne, bricks go, rocks go through the window. And he never complained once. Please don't get drunk or get stoned. You know, I kind of made out what he said. He was making the point that they used to live next door to Pat Boone. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. the old the old crooner from, yes. like, our grandmother's oh. era. Right. Who was, like, this super clean, straight. G-rated, yeah. straight guy. And with all the insanity going on at the Osborne house and all the screaming and yelling and <laughs> smashing of this. And he said they never complained once. Aww, Jen and I got to sit down with him once. He's like the nicest guy you'll oh, ever meet, yeah. too. That's true. Yeah, like God, he doesn't strike me as the that. type who would call the cops. Please don't get drunk or, or get stoned tonight. I love you all. I love you more than life itself. Ozzy! Shut up! No, 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 here! Stop shouting at me! <laughs> That's the way we are. We're the Osbournes. I love it. He loves it. Loves it. Too funny. Yes. Ha, James Reed playing a box. Hey. Sorry we're late. Cool. I know. Right. Apologize for we get so engaged and involved in the e-news, we just lose track of time. Yeah. So James Reed Jewelers bling in a box. I've hidden five total jewelry boxes in the tri-state. You find one of the boxes and you win jewelry. And I give you clues every morning here at 640 and 840. Well, the fourth box has been found. Ooh. Good morning, Jason. How are you? I'm great, Jen. How are you? I'm <laughs> doing fantastic. So I'm going to go over the clues. Then you tell me where you found the box, okay? 
Okay, sounds great. All right, the Cincy Metro is pretty darn big. Grab a drink, light a cig. Box number four, there's a twist. The exact spot is easily missed. Sometimes east, sometimes west. Which of the sides do you like best? Maybe it's there and maybe it's not. What's the last gift you've gotten or bought? I pulled right up and stayed in the car. I looked around, didn't see a bar. That being said, still plenty to do. Buy tops, bottoms, and shoes, to name a few. There's seven hills, but this ain't one. That's okay. It's still pretty fun. For those of us who love to look, take your wallet. Won't need a book. If you like pickles, go with dill. Got a headache? Take a pill. It's all a bustle this time of year. If you haven't started, get in gear. Jason, where'd you find the box? Crestview Hills Town Center in Kentucky. Mm -hmm. Behind the Dillards. Behind the Dillards in a bush, wasn't it? Oh, nice. Yeah. Tim and I were just there. We should have been looking. Yeah. <laughs> well, they have one of well, those new uh, painted what's... trees. The painted tree and Cards by Jacob is going to be at the painted tree. <gasps> Yay. I know. We're very excited. We're very excited. You're welcome. We manifested that I for know. you Thanks. while we were there. Appreciate <laughs> it. The application got approved. <laughs> so, well, Jason, Bridget, tell me what... Cl- to find. You would have had a hard time finding it. It's really small. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's true. It's a little box. So, what clue that. gave it away for you? I search Crestby Hills every year. <laughs> Do so you really? I, I saw Hills. And then Dill for Dillard's, of course. That was like big light bulb. There you go. Well, well done. What is the number on the box? Okay, let me see. Oh, it's number two. Number two on the box is $2,500 in James Free Jewelry. Wow. Wow, that's so amazing. That is Thank so you. Fun. It's like the best time of the year. <laughs> you're a longtime player and a big time winner, and uh, you're pretty darn good at it, Jason. I'll give you that. All right. Wonderful. Thank you so much, guys. Hey, you're welcome. All right. So here's the deal. The fifth and final box. There's only one left. It is out there somewhere. And I'm going to give you your first clue here at 840 this morning and on James Free's Facebook page at 835. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. exhausting being you no no oh. <laughs> these kanye west stories i just oh. he held a listening party in miami on monday night for vultures okay see have new music out vultures yeah that's his upcoming album and at one point he wore a black kkk style hood He actually used similar imagery in his black skinhead video back in 2013, but it just, it it hits differently now, given his recent comments about Jews. Um, Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's the latest. I saw, too, that I think his new music from this, it's, he samples the Backstreet Boys in one of his songs really? yeah he that's put up a video choice, yeah he put up a video over the weekend that like um samples that everybody uh, song yeah. that they put out oh and he blends it together and i'm everybody. wondering like did he just do that or is that something they're collabing on hmm. well he's always sampled music like that's not yeah new. you're I right mean, shaka khan and all this other stuff he sampled back in the day wow back streets back all, all right, right. All right. I think this is cute. So Julia Roberts has played a lot of iconic roles, right? A iconic. lot of characters. I think so. I think, you know, Pretty some woman. of the greatest, greatest movies ever. 
So this is kind of cute. She was on CBS Mornings yesterday, and they asked her, where do you think your characters are now? And so here ah. are some that she talked <gasps> about. Is Vivian working Vivian the streets Ward. again? No. <laughs> Vivian. She owns the streets now. No. Vivian is now a business mogul after Edward, played by Richard Gere, died peacefully in his sleep from a heart attack, and she took over. I like that, yeah. So that's what she... I don't know why she had We're to We're going him with off. peacefully? But yes, yeah. I guess so. Maggie Carpenter from Runaway Bride is oh, still yeah. in a commit, committed relationship with Ike, also played by Richard Gere. Yeah. She said... He uh, died too? Yeah, she said he... No, he, she says he doesn't die in this one. Oh, okay. <laughs> she killed him in the other one, but not this I one. I do love Runaway Bride, though. That's such a cute Great movie. movie. Yeah, yeah, she killed a rich guy. Yeah. 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 Did she talk about Amanda, which is the character she plays in the new Netflix movie that everyone's talking about, Leave the World Behind? I just no, started watching oh, it. Is that good? I have it in my queue. Is we it worth... I just started watching it. It's, okay. it. You know what caught my attention to it was Ethan Hawke is in it. Yeah. yeah. Kevin and Bacon's I, in it. And I was like... Is that Ethan Hawke? Like, what's going on? No, and so, I just watched Ethan Hawke in the uh, in the trilogy. Yes, uh, so I, we watched it last night. You do you? How did you like it? Uh, is it dumb? It starts off pretty. <laughs> no, like she is like she gives me a little bit of anxiety as her character. I really liked it. Yeah. Okay. And Molly told us that she really liked it, but she hated the ending. I thought the ending was the absolute best part. So it's just so it's a movie then it's not a series. It's a movie. It's what it's, it's a, a movie. It's, it's about two, two hours, hours long. Yeah. Now. Okay. And right. that's why I turned it off because I was like, I don't have time to finish it, so I turned it off. I'm glad I watched it. That's. Do what you don't need to tell you what this means. This means it's not a happy ending because Tim enjoys it. I'm just kidding. Tim leans into the dark. It's a realist ending. <laughs> he likes them when they end real. Yeah. See, yeah. Molly and I want happy. everybody to get on the horse and ride off into the sunset, a la Runaway Bride, no. and yeah. I bet that doesn't happen. I think you'll like it, Jeff. I okay. Don't, I don't think yeah. you're going to say it's my favorite movie ever, but I think right. you'll enjoy the watch. Uh, the trailer sucked me in, man. I was like, Same. if the trailer can make the hair stand on the back of my head, I'm in. All I right. did not want to watch it. Chris wanted to watch it, and I okay. I think I really liked it, and I don't think he did. Now, I got a I'll list of so many today. things that Kristen wants nothing to do with, but we have enough shows like between us that we can find something. And usually, usually it's centered around like House Hunters, House Hunters International, <laughs> Jeff Lewis Houselift. Uh, what else? We both like Frasier, so there's like certain sitcoms we can get into together. Uh, we both like The Morning Show. That's mm-hmm. one. Uh, we like that Lessons in Chemistry. That was mm-hmm. that was cute. Um, but outside, like when I start going to dark places like the Julia Roberts thing, that's when she tends to be. Be upstairs in a different room. Yeah. yeah. All right, so some of her other characters. Daisy from Mystic Pizza. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Still together with Charles, and they have, quote, a bunch of cute little kiddos. Anna Scott from Notting Hill. Oh, She and William, played by Hugh Grant, they have six kids. He still runs the bookshop. She's retired but has a knitting annex. Also, <laughs> I don't buy that for one second. <laughs> she has maintained her waist size amazingly. Oh, yeah. He's not still living in Notting Hill. <laughs> and then do you remember Darby Shaw from The Pelican Brief? Yeah. That was a good movie. She said she and Denzel Washington's character. They found her dead in a landfill somewhere. No, they're, quote, absolutely together. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about going dark. Jeez. Tim was like, yeah, you're totally going to love that movie, man. (laughs) That's great. That's why now I think I'm not going to finish it. (laughs) You two are going to like it. I'm out. What movie was it where she played? It was a true story of a woman who worked for a lawyer and. Oh, Aaron Brockovich. yeah, Yeah, Aaron Brockovich. Oh, yeah, Where yeah. Where is Aaron Brockovich is still out there and about? I think I've 
She does seen still her do law stuff. Pop yeah. up on TV every now and Correct. then. They're called boobs, Hal. Yeah, that was a good show. That's good a movie. great movie. That's yeah. a great that movie. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, NBC is reportedly parting ways with legendary broadcaster Al Michaels ahead of the NFL playoffs. That was what? what? Yeah. Why? Uh, well, I guess break up with Al. Al was replaced on if because I noticed this too. Al was replaced on Sunday Night Football by Mike Tirico. Mm-hmm. Um, and Al had a contract to do NBC's playoff games, but I guess now that's not going to happen. Hmm. Uh, but Al's absence from the playoffs will mark the end of a storied run as no one has called more Super Bowls on television than he has. Wow. Al Michaels and Pat Summerall are actually tied with 11 assignments to the NFL's biggest game. Huh. I like Al Michaels. He's one of my faves. Yeah, I do too. I think he's got a great voice. He's just he's very comfortable in the booth. You know, that's his thing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he's got great stories. So let's remember Al's time on Sunday Night Football with our supercut of his football commentary that sounds dirty but actually isn't. It's Sunday Night Football. So you've got two studs here. You see a lot of action. Sack comparison for these guys. Big. Hunter got in there, and I think still looking for that tight end. Just got a piece. Start slow, then he finished quicker. As Brandon Graham is able to get in there. So they work the middle, but not deep enough. Harrison Smith penetrates too deep. Gurley with a big hole. Just a little different feeling. Out of the gun, right in his face. Let's go to the field now. Check in with Michelle. Al, all I can say is Bam! <laughs> That's the line of the night. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Michelle. Yes. Hi. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you doing this morning? I'm great. How are you? Excellent. Doing awesome. I got your headlines here. You picked the real one, and you're going to the 12 rows of TSO in row eight. All right. All right. Here we go. Isn't it? A drunk at Walmart got annoyed with the Christmas music and tackled a Christmas tree. Is it be a drunk at Pizza Hut got annoyed and threw breadsticks at other customers? Or see, a drunken Florida got agitated by a Christmas parade, so he started shooting. Oh, no. I know. Uh, C. Yes, go with the most unfortunate. Oh, my gosh. I was really hoping it was A. I know. (laughs) Yeah, people sometimes joke about Grinches during the holiday season, but this guy really could have hurt people. A 43-year-old man in Florida, (laughs) Middleburg, Florida, named Douglas Moore, was arrested over the weekend after he opened fire... On a Christmas parade. Can't do that. Mm-mm. Police say he was drunk and was, quote, agitated by the activities generated by parade attendees. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, no one was hurt, especially since there were so many children involved in the parade. Can right. you imagine? No. Oh, my God. The police arrested Douglas and charged him with six counts of aggravated assault with a firearm reckless discharge of a firearm and using a firearm while under the influence of alcohol. For the love of Pete, people. Get it together. 
That's uh, wow. It's a lot. There's well, it's a lot. A lot. I, I'm just thinking, how difficult would it be? You know, when you get convicted for charges like that. Yeah. I, are you ever able to get a job again after that, or is it not that big a deal in a today's question. society of doors opening for you, or if you need to travel somewhere? Like, can you can you get on a plane? Can you get TSA clearance? How does that? That's a. I would assume that's a felony. I would assume. Oh yeah, that's definitely a felony. <laughs> so, like, I wonder how how charges like this truly affect a person's life because oh. we hear the story and we hear yeah. what they're charged with, and sometimes we might hear the follow up if and when they're convicted. But how does that actually impact their freedom and mo- and mobility and success? I don't know. Moving on, I always it, well, I, so I know there's it, the question is asked on a lot of different applications. Have you ever been convicted of a felony? Right. Well, I have. So I know someone that was convicted in a felony drug charge because they were in the car with a person that had felony amounts of drugs on them. Wow. He was just in the car. In the car. So here's what happened. The person who owned the drugs said that it was this other person and that person was like no it's him so because they both essentially flipped on each other mm-hmm. right this person ended up still getting a felony charge on their record but less of a thing because it was their first offense okay however this person has tremendously struggled with finding a job because yeah. of that very reason about the felony conviction i'll bet and even though they check yes i've been convicted of a felony like they've been hired numerous times, but when the check comes back on what the felony is, they get fired. No oh, kidding. Wow. And this person has no other convictions on their record. Wow. They were literally just in a car with somebody else, you know, blaming each other. Yeah. And it's drugs. made their life very difficult. 100%. Yeah. Like, and it has become extremely unemployable because of it. Yeah. Just that yes. one conviction. Yes. Yep. That one conviction. Wow. Hmm. And it's been, I don't know about the travel part of it, you know, because I think that, you know, I don't know if they have traveled. I'm sure there's some sort of limitation until your case is closed. Right. You're not permitted to travel. I mean, they do travel within the United States, but yeah. I mean, it is like where they're working, they're thriving, they're doing a good job. And then a couple of weeks later, they're like, you have to quit. You got to, you're done because you can't. But, you know, luckily there are some businesses out there that are, Specifically yes. for hiring people, you know, the, the, who are trying the, to get back re- on yeah. track. Yeah, back. there's a yeah. there was a pizza place. I don't know if it's still there, but when I lived oh, yeah, in yeah. over the Rhine, uh, there's a pizza place on the corner of I guess it was that 13th or 14th and Vine, maybe Venice on Vine. Yeah, and wasn't it a group of nuns yeah. or something like that? Yeah, it's it's two nuns who started yeah. this. Uh, it's basically a pizza place, and they would hire felons. Who were trying to gain job experience, yeah. who had cleaned up their lives and were trying to get back on their feet and mm-hmm. stay on the straight and narrow. Oh, and, it's hard, yeah. 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 But, you know, they don't just accept anybody, though. Right. Right. But I wonder, I guess the reason I brought it up is, you know, people do, they, they get drunk and they do stupid stuff all the time, or maybe they'll behave badly on a plane or assault mm-hmm. a flight attendant or something. All yeah. You know, these are felonies, right? Most of them, yeah. yeah. Like, if they consider for a second, which I know I'm reaching here, (laughs) the way these 
consequences, the way these convictions affect your life, like this is what your life is going to look like in this one hot moment where you've had one too many and you lost your cool and you did something dumb. Or you got in a car with a drug guy. Right. Or you get in (laughs) the car with the wrong person. Yeah, sure. If if they had any idea on how this was going to impact their life, would they have stopped for a second and thought about it? Yeah, took a deep breath and moved on. Right. I think a well, lot of the situations, they there isn't the opportunity to think about it because they're literally having a neuro crash. You know, they're literally yeah. having a mental breakdown that their body is at a point where there is no control. That it's your their body is beyond a point of being able to handle what's going on around what's them. happening yeah. and they just snap and it's even harder mm. to get those convictions removed from your record once your time has been served been served it gets very expensive yeah. are felonies on your how do they stay on your record forever i think it depends on what the charges on and how certain old things you were, maybe. how old you were how long it's how long it's been since you've were convicted as well as what is the crime yeah. You know, because some of that stuff, st- obviously, you know, things against children. Mm-hmm. Right. Those stay with you for usually a lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, crazy. Yeah. So it's Taylor Swift's birthday today, guys. <gasps> Happy birthday, you don't Taylor say, Swift. Jeff. It's Taylor Swift's birthday, but you get the presents. Happy birthday to you. You're getting the gifts. Yep. Yeah, we're doing the Q102 Taylor Swift Tap That Track today. Uh, so essentially what that means is beginning this hour and all the way through midnight tonight, when you hear a Taylor Swift song, you want to go to Q102's mobile app, or you could even you could go to the desktop stream player, say, if you're at work and that's your only option. Otherwise, I'd recommend using the app if you don't have it downloaded already. You can find the app, search WKRQ in the App Store and Q102's mobile app with our little logo will pop up. Download that. Uh, Get yourself registered. That's important Mm -hmm. because you want to get credit for the time spent listening. Yeah, you got to create like a little account and just log in. And then you literally tap that track to unlock an entry into the grand prize drawing, which I'll tell you what that is here in a minute, but... You hear a Taylor Swift song come up this hour, next hour, the hour after that, every hour between now and midnight. When Taylor Swift is playing, you tap that track. And the more eligible songs you tap, because we play, obviously, Taylor songs multiple times a day, the more entries you unlock. And after you tap that track, be sure to follow the on-screen instructions to complete your entry. So here's the grand prize. If you missed our Facebook Live video this morning, this is really cool, guys. This is a one-of-a-kind. It's called a Speak Now two-tier copper and vinyl record stand table. Mm-hmm. And it, it is really neat. This is made locally in Southgate, Kentucky, uh, from a place called Old Soul Creatives. And they make all kinds of fun, cool, funky stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it this is really cool is looking. a one-of-a-kind. And because the albums, they're purple. Which just looks cool. Yeah. You know. Yeah, check out our Facebook Live so you can see it. Plus, you can listen to win on the Q102 app and enter all week to win from the Q102 Taylor Swift gift shop. Uh, that'll be running all week through Sunday the 7th. Uh, we got a bunch of Taylor merch like the Reputation necklace. 
uh, guitar pick earrings, just fun stuff. Fan journal, record player air freshener, poster set, concert T-shirts, and more. Good stuff, good stuff. But if you go to their website, WKRQ.com, it kind of breaks it all down for you so you know what we're doing when. Uh, But in the meantime, yeah, pay attention, listen for Taylor Swift, and tap that track to get into win. 733, Jeff and Jen, Q102. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. question heading into 2024 is this fine or still unprofessional someone polled over 8,000 americans and asked if it's okay to use emojis at work now like in a work email to your boss in general most of us now think it's perfectly fine at least sometimes mm-hmm. 65% 65% or roughly two-thirds say it's okay that includes 10% who said Always fine. 28% have said usually. 27% have said sometimes. But of the only 14% said it's never okay to use emojis at work. Well, maybe at your business. I don't know. What do you do? Yeah. 20% undecided. So those are the poll numbers. But not surprisingly, young people are more likely to think it is acceptable. Seniors were the least likely to agree with that. So whether it's at work or just texting, 36% of us, a third, over a third of us use emojis every day now. And uh, I guess over half of us, you know, when you add in those who maybe don't do it every day but do it sometimes, probably send someone an emoji. Probably will send someone an emoji today, over half of us. Hmm. A very small percentage of people never use them. I, mean, I don't even think it's, uh, I think it's necessary. Sometimes, I agree. Yeah. I mean, is there any profession, is there anybody that you would feel if they sent you an emoji, like if your doctor sent you a note with an emoji or your lawyer or, you know, is there anything that would make you go, oh, well, that's, I don't know how I feel about emojis from that profession. From that yeah, I kind of take my cues, though, from the people like, like, if I get a letter from my attorney or an email from my attorney, if she's not putting emojis in there, then I don't respond with, with emojis. emojis. Yeah. How do you know the tone, though? Like, are you ever confused by the tone of some some of the emails that are pretty official? Um, no, because I just assume it's all business. Like, I, I assume the tone is professional if it's coming from an attorney or a state agency mm-hmm. or a business or something. Hey, about that rash, Jeff. Yeah, <laughs> and then they put like a burning emoji, <laughs> fire emoji, and a laughy face. Yeah, oh, or just God. the little eyes that I look know. like you're going down a black hole. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I just had a physical recently that involved a bunch of blood work, and all I got back was labs look great. Yeah, mm-hmm. no emoji. Yeah, um, an emoji would have been like how great. Yeah. <laughs> like, great? with the stars in the eyes you great? Needed, or? You needed the 100. <laughs> or just barely acceptable. Yeah. Right. Borderline. Yeah, that's what I want to know. Uh, and real quick, let's talk about Doritos flavored liquor. That is a thing. I first heard about it yesterday. You know you got a sophisticated palate when you're reaching for a shot like this. Doritos flavored liquor is available from a spirit company in Denmark called Empirical. They're the ones who are behind it. 
Uh, it is not just them. This is a partnership they formed with Pepsi. So it's an official Doritos liquor. Like Doritos is officially signed off on this. What's the base? Is it like vodka? To me, it sounds like this would be good in a Bloody Mary, maybe. The oh, base yeah. is 42% alcohol. Oh, God. So it is, I'll tell you up front, it's supposed to take exact. it's supposed to taste exactly like their nacho cheese version of Doritos, and it is 84 proof. Oh, Holy mackerel. That's yeah. serious. So again, it is 42% alcohol. That's a little stronger than your average 80 proof liquor. They're calling it an uncategorized spirit, but it's basically cheese flavored vodka, Tim. Okay. Now, cheese flavored vodka. More, a, more sold. Of a, more of a beer and wine guy. I don't drink a lot of liquor, no. but I, that could be maybe good. But you're not wrong about that. Bloody like Mary putting it or into like, that. like a Bloody Mary, or maybe if you mixed it, I don't even know. A shot. Yeah. Now like pushing it. Does it actually taste like Doritos? Well, according to the people who've tried it, yeah, it's actually pretty close because they infused it with actual Doritos. It also smells like them, too. One of the writers for Food and Wine said, <laughs> it has a bouquet that's, quote, bouquet. brimming with the unmistakable tang of cheese dust. Oh, how lovely. Oh, my cheese goodness. Yes. They did think the aftertaste was a little more Fritos than Doritos, though. Mm, like corn chips? Well, they're both wanna... corn chips. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but... Isn't that there's just something very addictive about Doritos? Aren't they one of the worst when well, it comes? to... That's how they were designed. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I watched some f- documentary in the history of food, and they basically put scientists in a room and said, "Come up with the flavor scheme that will make people finish the bag and then go buy Pepsi." Yep, and, go, and that yeah. is the scientific yeah. equation of whatever that dust is. And Doritos was one of the worst, wasn't it? Yeah, there, that the was foods. that yeah. was yeah. And the evil genius behind this is a former chef named Lars Williams, who co-founded Empirical. He's actually been making Dorito-infused booze for years. It started back when an employee returned from lunch with a bag of them. Lars saw the bag, wondered if it was possible, started messing around, and he's been making small batches since then for friends. They announced pre-orders would start today at 9 a.m. Eastern. It's not clear how many bottles there are. I'm assuming they'll sell out. But it's it's sixty five dollars for just a fifth. No, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I'll mm. just stick with the Tito's. But he uh, he's obviously a Dorito super fan because he was being interviewed about the origins of the new spirit, and he said Doritos are unique because they have hints of every flavor humans enjoy. You got your salt and umami, uh, just just a touch of bitterness, and those combined, he says that's that's a beautiful flavor and any half decent chef would agree with that so maybe that's the thing remember how uh who was the guy that he had the hamburger place at the casino bobby flay Flay, you know he used to crunchify his burgers he still does did he use a certain type of potato chip but he gets that i don't know if he used a certain one but it was delicious and then chef paul sturkey he brought in he, he brought in a lot of food for the big kroger weekend they've got planned at Kroger on the Rhine, but uh, he also brought like a bottle of champagne and potato chips, and those two together are phenomenal. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sweet and salty, baby. So if you're not a champagne person, and Tim said, he says, I'm not really a champagne guy, 
try try <laughs> a good like champagne a with potato chips, <laughs> like salty vinegar potato chips. Yeah. You know how the two would like balance each other. Yeah. 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 It is, and that's another thing about champagne. I, I got to get to bling in a bottle or uh, shop till you drop, but. Like, champagne has a way of, like, cutting through the grease of the potato chips and the salt, and it's just... This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Chris is looking for a second date update with, who do you go out with? Andrea. Hi, Chris. Hey, how you guys doing? Hey, doing great. Doing great. So take us from the beginning. How'd you meet Andrea? And give us the deets on the first date. All right. Well, um, we met on Match, and, you know, I thought she was really great. I thought we had a great date. And, I mean, I've probably been out on, like, 25 dates in the last couple of months. Wow. Uh, yeah, well... I threw a picture of me and my dog on my profile, oh. and that's, <laughs> the ladies have just been turning out for that. So, Damn. Uh, ladies love him. Yeah. So I've been having a lot of fun with that and getting to meet a lot of people. But, you know, I went out with Andrea, and I thought she was really special, and we had a great time. You know, we went out for dinner, and I thought everything went great. She was interesting. Uh, she's traveled a lot, had a lot of cool experiences. She's been to, you know, all over the place, San Francisco, Vancouver, Rome, Cancun. Wow. Um, you know, she's lived in a lot of these places. You know, she worked all over the world. Wow. Uh, so, of course, I had a lot of questions for her for that, so it was really focused on her, and she had a lot of great stories, and... And I just thought we had a bunch in common. Uh, and she plays chess, which not a lot of people seem to play anymore. And she's into sports and scary movies. And obviously she loves dogs. So, you know, there wasn't a quiet moment in the date. Um, a lot of different things to connect on, sounds like. Yeah, we just, we had a lot of things to connect on. And the conversation just kept going. And, you know, it ended real nice. You know, I walked her to her car because we met at the restaurant. And hugged her goodbye and she said she had a really nice time so i texted her the next day because i thought for sure we would get another date and i have not heard back from her hmm. kind of makes me wonder how those other dates work because usually like if i meet someone they don't have to be all that interesting for me to find something interesting about them if i do enough fishing <laughs> you know I'm, I'm kind of an interviewer by trade i can i can usually find something but when you come across someone who is just interesting from the get-go and has mm -hmm. a lot of things that you're genuinely interested in that just makes it all the better yeah i mean you know on the other dates were up and down you know you know there's, you know, it's a lot of days to go on, so it's a, ran the gamut. But, you know, with Andrea, I just, like, all the buttons were pushed. You know, it was like, check, 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 check. So mm -hmm. that's why she's, like, in particular, someone I really felt like I sh should be able to go out with again because I mean, we had such a great time. So when I texted her the next day, I expected a pretty quick response, and I hadn't gotten anything. So. Hmm. Okay, but the goodbye didn't feel weird. Like, you definitely got a vibe that she was open to seeing you again. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, you know, there was no standoffishness or, you know, curt, you know, you know, sometimes things it's like a like a real quick hug and then they jump in their car. No, it was yeah. good. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See ya. Right. Hmm. Well, why don't we take a break here and when we come back, we'll call Andrea and see what she really thought of Chris.
and her date with him as Second Date Update continues. Next, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Chris met Andrea on Match, and Chris has been, he's been doing a lot of day. Ever since he put that profile pic of him and his dog. That's all. Did you have your shirt on or shirt off? <laughs> uh, shirt on. Oh, shirt wow. On. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Don't want to give it all away, Just imagine the right? possibilities <laughs> if you would have had your shirt off, though. Yeah, he, he got a lot of action from that photo. <laughs> he's been doing a lot of dating. He went on like 25 dates before he met Andrea. And he, he was pretty smitten with her from the get-go. She's a super interesting person. She's done a lot of traveling in her lifetime. She's worked all over the world, and uh, they have a lot in common. And she's into some unique things that he's into, like chess, and they're both into sports. So they've really connected on this date. At the end of the date, he walked her to her car. They shared a hug. Everything seemed great, and here we are. But it's been, what you say, it was a week, two weeks? How long has it been since you saw her last? Uh, it's been about a couple of weeks. Yeah, so... About time to give her a call, right? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Hello? Hi, is this Andrea? This is Andrea. This is the second time we've called someone. And the sirens. And Can you hear sirens. the sirens? Yeah, there's fire truck or an ambulance going wee, by. Wee, wee. The listeners probably can't even hear it. But hi, Andrea. It's Jeff and Jen <laughs> at Q102. How are you this morning? Oh, hi. How are you? Doing good. Are you a fan of the show? I am a fan of the show. Now, you weren't expecting us to call you, were you? Because you just like, oh, hey, it's my favorite friendly neighborhood <laughs> morning show call. You don't sound all that no, shocked. I- I wasn't expecting you or anything, but the second I heard your voices, I was like, I bet you this is second date update. (laughs) It's a total second date update. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, this is exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Is this exciting? I mean, it is. However, I just got to say, I'm not in any doubt that you're going to be on my side. Uh-oh. Well, you're right. assuming we're talking about the same person. Have you been doing as much dating as Chris? Because Chris went out with like 25 different God. women before he met you. Obviously, he told you that. No, I have not been doing <laughs> serial dating at all. Like, this is like maybe, I mean, not at all. But did he tell you about his dog and how he like uses that little pupper to get women to go on dates with him? And he's gone out with like dozens of us. Over the past few months? Well, he told us that was a strategy, but didn't exactly cop to sinister intentions, if that's what you mean. Okay. So is he bragging about that to you? Well, yeah, but, I mean, whatever with that. That's fine. That's not a big deal. But this here that I'm about to tell you is the kicker. Um, okay. He So I made some crack about how it must have been expensive over the last couple months for yeah. him. And he just, like, kind of laughed and said, no big deal. So I was like, cool, this guy has a ton of money. <laughs> cool. Yeah, but not quite, you see. Um, our meal, he kept going on about how great it was and how much he was enjoying it. But then when the bill came, 
he told the server that like his steak was overcooked and the lettuce in his salad or something was stale and his potato was tiny and it just it was the server apologized and like comped our whole meal oh man oh, no. I was, that's the I was, worst yes i was like so stunned and i was like when the server walked away i was like what are you doing are you kidding me and that's when he told me that he knows that every he knows every restaurant around the town that like comps meals if you complain oh my god so <laughs> apparently that's how he's been able to afford to date all these women and i'm just like no i i have family members in the restaurant business and that is just shady unacceptable fraud uh, I'm going to have to disagree with that because it's not fraud. It's being frugal. I mean, if you have family in the restaurant business, then you know that the markup is insane. And they're still making a ton of money. They could give away dozens of dinners every night and still make their bank. So I, I don't think, know, dude. I think they work on a pretty thin mm-hmm. profit margin most of the Especially today. Yeah. Like, because yeah. the with stuff, expenses, like with supply shortages are through the freaking roof these days. Plus, I mean, the fact that you, like, went into how great this meal was the whole time until the server came back around is a little... I know. Shady. Not a good look. so shady. Not a good look. It's stealing, and I just think you're just completely twisted. I just... I can't. Well, that's how he's afforded taking out a couple of dozen women in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Do you do this every time? Like, you were telling her that you know the restaurants where it works. Like, do you do it every time you take somebody out? Well, I mean, that's how you save money, you know, because... Oh, my God. The, the, these bigger restaurants, I mean, I'm not doing it at Chili's. Yeah, you know, the chain restaurants, <laughs> but, but, like, the fancier restaurants, their markup is huge. They can afford... You just shouldn't go. There. Just don't go. Don't yeah. go there if you can't afford it. Find yeah, different ways just... to be frugal that's, like, you know, legit. That's uncool. It's, like, it makes you look so bad. It's working the system, babe. You know, everyone does it. So. <laughs> oh, my God. No. You guys know. <laughs> N-O. No chance for second day here, which is ironic because we would ultimately pay for that. <laughs> another free meal? <laughs> no, for sure, no. And we're sending sure you to Chili's. Leave at that <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely not. Wow. Uh, all right. This is right, a first, then. man. Just think of all the other things that he possibly could be. Cheaping out on? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. There's certain things you might want to not cheap out on safety-wise. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Bad, bad, bad. Where else is bad he cutting idea. corners? Okay. Well, Andrea, we do appreciate you taking the call. Oh, yeah. I'm happy I got to talk to you guys. It, it was, was nice to talk to you. <laughs> Chris? Yeah. Appreciate you putting yourself out there and please rethink your strategy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. Just yeah, try to try to see yeah. some other perspectives on that one. Okay, thanks. <laughs> All right. If we can do a second date update for you, shoot us an email, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
play earlier this morning, we were talking about pairing champagne with salty potato chips. This is really good, especially like if you if you don't normally drink champagne, I, you might want to try that. And Travis weighed in and said his dad would pair beer with Oreos. Huh, there you go. Why not? And uh, obviously thought it was fantastic. I don't know. I like beer and chocolate. Universal, but yeah, beer and chocolate. That's one of my favorites. Oh yeah, I do like um, like M and M's or a peanut. I was gonna say anything that doesn't go with chocolate. I was gonna say peanut or peanut butter M and M's. I love with beer for some reason. Peanut. Yeah, I've I've actually had peanut M and M's with beer, and it is very good. It's like sweet, salty, and Mm -hmm. the beer is just like a good combo. Totally. And we have also discussed fruitcakes mm-hmm. on the a, show before. It was a couple weeks ago. I don't know what. It was like the worst holiday foods. And, of course, fruitcake was on. And oh, y'all yeah. were like, yeah, we hate them. And I said, how many of you have actually had fruitcake? And I don't. Fritch, have you had it before? I think I had the one that's got, like, the, the bits in it. Like, the one. The you, fruit. Yeah, yeah the, the, the really chewy fruit. bits. No, it, but it's got, like, <laughs> some like chewy. They're, like, beads or whatever they're called. Like, right. candy. I so don't at, know. At, during that that's conversation, that I said, hey, I want you to try a real fruit cake. So I made one. So this mm-hmm. was my mom's recipe. Oh. She doesn't do the booze, but I did. So I soaked the fruit in booze and orange juice for four, uh, almost 48 hours. Booze and orange juice. Booze as in rum? Rum. Okay. Yep, I got Second Sight's rum I used. And then uh, then you just kind of mix the fruit with you know, some flour and some eggs and some spices. But this is spices. like real fruit. This and isn't like the candy bits. The candied stuff Correct. that this they put in This is real dried fruit that okay. I soak. So and there you go. And what types of fruit do we have in here? I'm going to tell you after you eat it. Okay. Really? Mm. Great. Now I, and already, there's nuts I already know in here I don't like it. And there's walnuts, yeah. All right. Hmm. I know, Jen. It doesn't well, taste like candy. <laughs> Where's the sugar? <laughs> mm. Okay, this is way better than any fruitcake I've ever had. That's Remember, it's a little too sweet for me, but in terms of freshness, quality, and edibility, it's, moist. it's very moist, moist. Yeah, and it's not. You said you put rum. I don't even taste it. It's not overwhelmingly rummy. Just very faintly in the background there. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on. I'm gonna be gonna honest, say, Rich. It's I always am. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go with. <laughs> it's not horrible. <laughs> you don't like it. I don't like one. Doesn't eat taste it. like a Reese's peanut butter cup. Well, I mean, I like I like weird food too. That's true. Um, but I don't want any more of it. <laughs> oh, pass it over. I'll eat the whole loaf. Now, will you tell me what the fruit is? It's the yeah. texture of whatever those dates or raisins are. Or something. It's almost too squishy for me. <laughs> There's golden raisins, regular raisins. I knew that's figs, dates, prunes, cherries, and other dried prune. berries. Maybe yeah. all good things. It's yeah. not. It's not. No, awful. it's not horrible. But I don't want right. any more. It's better than. <laughs> Order your freaking pancakes. <laughs> Eat your peanut butter cups. I mean, I love different foods. Keep the foods. real stuff for me. I, I, I mean, I don't know. If it I, had, can, I mean, as far as fruit, I, I can imagine. If it had less fruit, more cake. <laughs> I would have thought Jen would love this yeah. because it's got it, it's so all clean many, eaten. Well, and she yeah. brings she gets yeah, those it's got rum in it. It's so clean. It cooks out. No, but it's got like <laughs> eight thousand different fruits in here. It's it's not bad. Yeah. You Thank know. you. That little no, bite, I, hey, you know. I'm going to get a pic of it on the, the Facebook page. That it, little yeah, bite I just had good. tasted Fig Newton-ish, and I enjoy Fig Newtons. So it's not, like I said, it's not horrible. I just don't You guys are anymore. not going to hurt no. my feelings. 
I just wanted you to taste a real one. Yes, no. Thank you for making that for us. But that's the distinction. What you just said is makes all the difference in the world because every fruitcake we've ever had comes wrapped in cellophane. Looks like it's been sitting on a shelf for Mm -hmm. thirty five years. Hard as a rock. Yes, and you open it up, and it has some weird taste. It just tastes old. Just feel like. This is not that. No, this no. is moist and gooey, fresh. And yes, and it's fruity. like a, yeah. If if I liked <laughs> if I liked this if I, if it had less fruit in it, I mean, I just think it's got her a lot fruit of fruit cakes too. That's legit too. Your fruit cake is too fruity. I just yeah. feel that more fruit, nuts, less fruit. Fruit cake is the Nickelback <laughs> of Christmas holiday treats. Oh, it's worth. It's People the just hate it to hate it. It's They've never worse. had it, and I wanted you to really have it. Well, uh-huh. I'm glad. Boy, yeah. what's funny is though the longer you walk away from it the more you taste that rum there's definitely like an alcoholic i think there was three quarters of a cup something no, back. I, i'd rather just have the rum for five loaves of this oh okay yeah less Not fruit more rum yeah. more nuts, nuts. <laughs> <laughs> they're clamoring for nuts we'll so let me know we'll if you guys this fruit cake for you let me know if you want me to make you another loaf all right thanks all for right. listening to the q102 jeff and jen morning show podcast brought to you by cvg airport fly healthy through cvg for more information go to cvg airport backslash fly healthy